You're on. You're on the air. Yeah, you're on the air, everybody. Welcome. <laughs> One of the few times I'm not wearing an arcade radio T-shirt. Nice. Get mine. I, I selected a surprising wardrobe uh, selection for today. I know T-shirt. everybody's hey, shocked. Are, are you in the hotel room? It's hard. To t- <laughs> no, I'm in my apartment, which is basically the size of a hotel room. Oh, okay, cool. It's really weird because, like, Ryan's super choppy on the video, but your audio is good. Yeah, I haven't seen your guys' video change in a little while. Oh. I can't even see Mark. I'm, uh, oh, am I broadcasting? Let me see. Oh, I have no. to be because Adam just saw my beard. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Brian's the only one that's not moving. I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. Someone just asked who that young boy at Mark's place was. Hi, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> Hi. Welcome. Welcome to the show. <laughs> hey, underage drinking. Shit, that took like 15 years off your face. All I know is that all women are like, mm, grow that beard back. And I'm like, oh, just, what? <laughs> Even my mom was like, did, did you get the COVID? And I'm like, no. <laughs> why would you say that? <laughs> did you get the COVID? And why would I shave if I got the COVID? It makes no uh, <laughs> Oh, my God. That's funny. I may have to do tonight without the show notes. All right. You can always maybe try it up on your phone, sheets.google.com, or get the Sheets app. Yeah. You can just bring it up here on phone. Yeah. Yeah. I know something is going on here. This is weird. It's oh. very weird because we we you if you want to reboot, you could you were doing great before, but now I'm, I'm going to try rebooting quick because this is like something is is just dying off here. All right, that sounds good. In the meantime, I would be back. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? I've been waiting forever to wear this flash shirt. It's an awesome shirt, by the way. I'm very, I really like it. My wife bought it. I have to figure out where she got it from because it's a very nice rendition. Yeah, uh, it's stellar. Plus, Flash didn't have a beard, so I thought, hey, the timing is right. It is. They just did a documentary on him not long ago, the guy that was the lead. Apparently, he had a bit of trouble in Hollywood after that. You know, it's funny. I ha- story time. Mm-hmm. I remember there was a neighbor who's uh, who he had all these VHS tapes, and this is like in 1981 when VHS tapes were like ninety dollars each. And he had opened them all and put them in custom boxes. And he was like kind of a weirdo. Anyway, they moved suddenly. I don't know what happened. I think the the family broke up, and there was a giant trash can outside of their yard one day when we were walking. Uh, home from school and it was full of porno wow to the brim all the way to the brim of porno like magazines my friends, porno magazines uh-huh. all kinds big ones small ones little ones you know wow raisin sized and so <laughs> but on the very very top was uh sam what's his name and then another co-star from this flash gordon movie Totally neaky. Like you could see the his ding dong was out and her hoo ha's were there. Wow. And so yeah, that was really I was like, what? 
I like Hostess hoo-hahs. They're really good. Oh, hoo-ha. <laughs> of course, me and my friends uh, went and got a wheelbarrow and took every single one of those magazines and then, um, you know, stored them and chronicled them. And um, and then there were sales later. But <laughs> Excellent. Junior high. And furthermore, junior high. I think we lost Brian forever, and and the picture that is up is awesome. Oh man, is it is his mouth open? At least? No, it's like stuck with his tongue sticking out. It's the best. I think we should just like copy that image and then put it on every episode. Right, and if he doesn't come back, let's at least throw the microphone over to him, like for like five seconds, to see if he says anything. Yeah, I don't know what, what kind about of you, Brian. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we are we are earlier than we are normally. You know, we've we've already bantered for almost five minutes. It's good, and it's it's. I think we went live at seven fourteen, which was yeah, pretty 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 good. I have the you know, uh, I have the uh, the sh- the voicemails up right now, and I don't see anything this week. No, I don't think there's. It's, uh, Although right now people listening to the show, feel free to call six one two five four eight game. Yeah, and leave a message, and then we'll play your message on the show without even censoring it. We'll just play it. Right. We'll have no idea what you talk about. Now right. is your chance to talk about so, your thoughts on politics, so, religion. Sure, that's what we love on this show. Wait, gun control. I forget what the, <laughs> there was a list, whole list that you you used to have a bumper that. <laughs> I love that thing. Oh. Yeah, I still, I'm still trying to work on the corrections bumper because I wanted it to sound a little bit like. Do you remember Mad TV? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Do you remember the, there was a uh, segment on Mad TV called Lowered Expectations? Lowered expectations. <laughs> exactly. It's like it was like you're supposed to be on this dating network. And like they have this couple, and there's this overweight guy with this girl, and they go to like a freaking, you know, dump site, and he puts his hand down on this barbed wire, and he has to jerk it back, and he's like, "Ow!" And it's like lowered expectations, <laughs> and they have these video dates that are just of people that are horrible people, or just dumb, you know? Yeah. And it was really, it was really, really funny, and so this bumper. For corrections, I thought I was trying to come off with the same sort of feel, you know. Did you? Can you? Did you guys hear that? I heard a click. Oh well, here it is, right here. It's uh, oh, okay. It's the uh, this is the crappy corrections. Yeah. This call will be recorded and monitored. I have a collect call from Arcade Radio. An inmate. Of San Bernardino County <laughs> Detention Facility. <laughs> yeah, I'm still working on shortening that up, but I think it'd be really fun. And I, I don't know if we have any corrections from last week. Do we have any? Uh... I don't know if it was last week, but I may have. You may have said the wrong episode number, and that would have been my bad. Okay. But I don't. I don't recall if it was last week or the week before. Oh, when we were doing the show intro. Yeah, I saw it later when I made a copy, and I was like, "Oh, I did not advance." <laughs> we that. did not advance. You, 
So we're on yeah, season four, episode 32 for the Z- 23rd time this week. That's pretty good. By the way, I think we're going to end up uh, having a season finale here not too long away. I mean, we're already through mid-August, right? So normally right. it's the second week of September we shut down and we go for six weeks. So oh, man. we're going to make it to 37, maybe 38. Yeah, that's a lot of episodes. That's... Uh, 14 more than we do in a season. That's like a whole extra year of extra. Almost. Half year. Well, yeah. We do like 24 episodes a season normally. Uh, I'm going to bring up the the YouTube chat. Who's in there right now? By the way, I'm in the middle of editing the last five episodes. They'll go up tonight. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. That's really good. All right. Let's get this thing. Yeah, let's get the show on the road. I see Brian. Brian is there now. So we can Am start. I back now? Yeah. Yeah, I see you, little dog. Yeah, we can hear your fan and everything. It's really great. Here we go. Live from KOYR Studios in Minneapolis, Minnesota, this is Arcade Radio. What the? What, what is happening? What? Did you see that? No, I was going to the thing. Some, something's weird. <clears throat> Goes to the machine, or yeah, it's very odd. Uh, all of a sudden, like it wasn't doing what it was supposed to do. Ah, uh, I see. This is not the way you're supposed to do it. This is you, oh, it's so frustrating. Technical problems piss me off. All right, let's do that again. Like, what do you like in a war room? I don't know. It's really from annoying. KOIR Studios in Minneapolis, Minnesota. This is Arcade Radio. <laughs> Commander. Computer reporting. Intruder alert. Hello, and thanks for listening in from the Arcadosphere. This is Season 4, Episode 33 of the Arcade Radio Podcast. Today is Thursday, August 13th, 2020, and the time is approximately now 7.25pm Central. I'm your host, Adam Sherman. I'm joined by my co-host, Mark. We've got to get you home shields. And Paradise Arcade Shop proprietor in Colorado, new interim governor, Brian Thurston Howell Armitage III. And joining us tonight, frequent listener and longtime arcade hearkening from the great camp Crystal Lake, Minnesota. Ladies and gentlemen, a warm round of applause, please, for Mr. Chris Peabody. Oh, yes. Yes, welcome to the show. It's very good to have you aboard. You did it. Yep, we love having. Oh, jeez. Okay, all right. 
There's a few people that don't like you. I'm sorry. It's over. It's okay. <laughs> That's right. We have the human Shazam on here to save all of you tonight. Uh, Mark, do we have a contest in the hopper tonight for something? I don't think so. I think it's a traditional It's a traditional night tonight. So tonight we're just going to give away nothing? Uh, we could give away. Let's I've got I've got a Mr. Do I've got a Mr. Do magnet. It's <laughs> pretty good. I, I don't even have a couch to sit on right now. So, <laughs> by the way, for the for the season finale um, contest, we're going to give away this guy, Herman, Mr. Frankenstein. Uh, and I think we should give away some more Steve Weeby posters. What about that? Oh, that sounds like fun. I've got a signed Stevie, uh, 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 Mr. Peabody. You won one of those, right? Yeah. And and did it come out all right? Is it okay? You got to hang it on the wall. You didn't. Not you yet. just mailed it. You didn't drive it over. Okay, so here's here's what they look like. It's a Mall of America poster signed by Steve Weeby. Is easy access. Yep. Oh, okay. very nice. Oh, look at that. There's yeah, that's awesome. So uh, anyway, let, should we do this tonight? Yes, that's a good one. All right, it's July 11th at 2 p.m. in the rotunda. Uh, July 10th is Fistful of Quarters viewing, and it has no date, no year on it. But wasn't this like 2015? Yeah. Like five years ago. Close enough. Anyway, I've got a couple of these left. Let's give away one tonight. Uh, t- you want to set up the contest, and we'll uh, we'll give the magic I'm word. I'm working on it. All right, cool. So we'll we'll show that again in a little bit. I'll nice. put it in this Pringles can and ship it to you. Actually, I think it would fit in a Pringles can. Oh, not quite. Oh well. You have a you had a convenient Pringles can in your vicinity just now. Yeah, you know what's really sad about these? They don't pop. You remember that commercial where you pop the top? Uh-huh. They don't pop anymore. Oh, now it's just a piece of paper. It's like a foil that just peels off, and it's boring. I'm gonna go get my Pringles. It's not I only like have that. one flavor. Yeah, it's not like it. I mean, I can. Is there, time for, is there time for me to get it? Sure. Yeah. Sounds good. And and please chew them while yeah. leaning towards. Yeah. What you got to do Hold is. Uh, no, I, I have this is on a condens- super condenser. <laughs> there you go. So um yeah, Mr. Peabody's joining us tonight. So that means what's in the juke could be easier for the people that play tonight. Less Kelsey's on there. All right, Kelsey, you got to watch out for Kelsey. And Randy. Randy's in here now, too. So he's super, super good. Yeah. And Randy uh, already had, had surgery. Who's got Down surgery? Fingers. Who had surgery? Natropolis said he had hand surgery. Oh, he's going to have to use voice to text. That always turns out really fun. Don't you think? He does. <laughs> So my Pringles are are Wendy's Baconator flavor. Are you kidding me? Are they no? Are they, are they gone? No, it's full. Oh, I want one. Can you pass it through the microphone? So beefy. It's like Adam. Oh, thanks. All right, l- let me just. Yeah. Okay. I got. I got it. Oh, thank you. Ah, <laughs> no. Oops. I'll get another one out of this one. Mmm. <laughs> those Baconators are great. Man, it's like you can smell burning. <laughs> Cheese. Uh, I can't believe that you. It's like when does it say? Let me see the can again. Does it say Wendy's right on the can? It says Wendy's on Absolutely, there. it does. That is hilarious. 
Mine is just good old sour cream. Classic. No, I buy the weird ones as soon as they're like, here's the, you know, the foot flavor one. And I'm like, oh, let's try it. <laughs> and the question is, does a meat stick taste good in it? Oh, man. I can go get a meat stick. No, <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So I don't think, it, I don't think this is vegan. I have. I can talk about what I've been working on. You know, you know, bacon bits are vegan. Yes, <laughs> that's good. The, they are the bacon oh, ones. Yeah, the classic. Right. Yeah. There's no bacon in them. Yeah, they're, they're made with something resembling bacon. That was probably baked or something, so that they could get them. salt. Salt. <laughs> they're made with salt and bacon flavoring. All that bacon filler bacon. that's in dog food. Yeah. <laughs> Years. I got a virus on my computer somehow. I don't know. On my Mac. PC on your Mac? Yeah. I, I've never had that happen. What, it's what uh, it's malware. Oh my god. It's in my Chrome browser. I don't know how to get rid of it yet. I already un- uninstalled all my extensions. What I'm really worried about is when I fire up my PC, because you know yeah. it, ha- it has all the carryover from the. It's just awful. It's gonna be a fun night. So, uh, what have I been working on? Yeah, what have you been working on, sir? Well, you know, I've been talking to this guy uh, about some stuff that he picked up, and um, it's uh, console gaming stuff. And so, I've been going through all my console gaming stuff and weeding out some Super NES stuff that I'm not going to keep anymore, some NES stuff that I'm going to get rid of. But I, I may come into a Fairchild Channel F, if you know what that is. It's a... Uh, oh. It's a it's the very first uh, cartridge based video game home system. It was made by Fairchild, and it was called the Channel F, and it had cartridges. And the games were nowhere near as sophisticated as the Atari twenty six hundred VCS. But from a historical standpoint, it might be a fun piece if I can get it for a decent price. But I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'm not really. I'm not like set on getting it. I mean, they're 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 readily available if you want to pay. So at some point, I might get one just to try them. But I hear they're horribly boring, and so it's not like I want to rush out and get one. But it's kind of like having an Odyssey, right? Everybody wants an Odyssey. Who knows why? It's just Pong, you know, with some overlays. But anyway, I've been working on that, and 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 it's been good because I've been wanting to get rid of some of my console gaming stuff anyway. And I've been learning that GameCube stuff is skyrocketing in price. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you have a GameCube, now's the time. Uh, sell some of that stuff. Uh, you know, and I've got I've got Atari's VCS up the yin-yang, so I don't know what to do about all that stuff. And I got two 7800s and all these box games that have never been opened, and some are sealed. And I think now might be the... What's that? Sorry, I started saying our lips are sealed, but then oh. I thought, how inappropriate. Shut up. Yeah, no, that's fine. So uh, the other thing that I've been working on is um, there's this guy named uh, Chris Peabody. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Peabody, you might have heard of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he listens to the show. And and he's been offering to, to work on uh, a journey control panel for me. So today uh, he came by and picked up his swag from, from the show. Um which it was nice to see you, buddy. Social distancing, distancing and all, and um, and 
and I gave him the journey control panel. So that's pretty cool. He's, you know, in fact, uh, I've got some pictures. And with that, I think I'm going to hand this off to Chris, Mr. Peabody. What have you been working on in the hobby? Yeah. Well, I've been working on this guy Adam's uh, control panel. For- <laughs> I bet Bob, Bob Zarzdek would have, have something to say about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> other than that, I haven't been working on anything too much arcade related. And, um, I will be working on getting this bit kit going and updated probably this weekend and shoved into one of my cabs and try that out. There's a lot of games on there I want to play that I haven't been able to play yet. So that's cool. Yeah, for the chatters, uh, I put a link to the Journey Control Panel Restoration uh, album that I have. And, and it starts off showing you the Romstar Arkanoid conversion and all the neat holes that they drilled in it. And you can see at the top, they put a plexi piece in there and they added 11 holes for that panel. So you can see my the stripping process and when it's clean and then you can see all the 11 holes. And then the last five pictures are just glorious. And that is the work Chris did today. And now I can take that thing to the powder coaters. So that'd be cool. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I did have a little Minnesotan in there, didn't I? Just threw it wow. right at the end. The Minnesotan powder coaters. You mean you're so into what I, color you want that? I don't even know how to do a Minnesota accent. I just don't. You just speak. It's yeah. Like I just life. speak. No, actually Same. my my relatives that live in like Thief River and, and stuff like that, they have oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I, it's like Fargo, but worse. Who's Same vibrating? Angle. Someone's vibrating. That was me. Sorry. Are you sorry? No, not really. But <laughs> Mark, what have you been working on? Well, first of all, I can't log into our WordPress site because I think someone's hacking it. I'm not 100% sure. Um, it says I'm getting for uh, But as far as in the hobby, oh. I, I took my Mortal Kombat and Wizard of War to storage yesterday. So put some uh, arcade miles for my, you know, tax purposes on that truck. I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, I made that, I did that because I had to make room for my cubicle booth, which is the Bill and Ted phone booth replica, and uh, it was finally delivered today. They were supposed to install it, but the installer showed up for the delivery driver, and then and they yelled at each other, and then I was like, I don't know what they're saying because I, I don't speak Mexican that much. Anyway, so then. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good now. It's all um, good in the neighborhood. I, I oh. want to fix my Pong PCB. What? We also found out that it's only $161 to ship that Miss Pac-Man from Houston to Minnesota. That's insanely cheap. I can't wait. Uh, we're going to go to Guns Point Mall. <laughs> I don't think that's what it's called. And drop off the, the game. Uh, I think I'm going to set it all up on my trailer and then I'm going to block it. Blanket it, wrap it, and uh, strap it. <laughs> By the way, uh, I, I logged into the site no problem, so maybe there's like a... I can't. It's blocking me for some reason. It won't let me do anything. I get a 429 error. And I'm like, what have, I, what have I done? I don't know, but I'm direct, I'm logged into it right now. And I just... The, Rus- up- the Russians are probably like, ah, just like we planned. <laughs> <laughs> just like we planned. That Chrome extension has come in hand. <laughs> you are not getting into the site. <laughs> <laughs> we are finally into his WordPress. You must be, get the moose and squirrel. Yes. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Uh, oh, and I did fire up your 
machine yesterday. I reassembled it, made sure the monitor worked. That was and we had some freaking funny. So weird the video. Yeah. Do you have Do you have a way to share that? I uh, I mean I could try holding up my phone. It's not that beautiful. <laughs> it's a very Todd Tucky thing to do. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Why? <laughs> not to talk, not to say anything bad about Todd Tucky. I'm that was saying. funny though. He had his computer. And he's like, look at this video. We're like, wait, it's, sad. it's right behind me, and I'm like, <laughs> <It's> like uh, <laughs> that's okay. We love Todd. Let's see. He's so, a, we want him to come on a third time, right? Has he been on yeah, twice? Absolutely, I would love that. That would be yeah. great. So I do a little zoom here. Oh, what's that? Low battery. <laughs> but you can see like the ghosts look like pork chops or bats flying around. And then there's this wave going by. <laughs> it is it is so weird. I've never watched That's weird. They look like That's tacos. Rom-1. That's a ROM 1 failure. <laughs> yeah, they look like tacos. They do look like tacos, yeah. It's Miss Taco. Miss Taco. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did you try to log into that site again? I think just go to arcaderadio.com slash... Uh, you you know the WP admin thing. Okay, yeah. I will do that. Um, I think that's all I that's all I have to share. I did find five switchers that I forgot I bought, so they're going to join the other three that I bought later. That and so now I own eight switchers. It's great. If anybody needs a switcher, just let me know. Hey, maybe that's what the contest winnings is. No, 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 it's not. Too- you never know. Hey Brian, what are you working on? <laughs> uh, well, actually, before I left last week. I pulled the marquee off of um, Tempest and did not get finished putting it all back together because that thing is a pain in the ass to strip. I mean, because you have to get all the adhesive off of the wood and off the glass and off. I had the metal powder coated. Um, it was easy to pull the metal piece out, the speaker grill, but like putting the rest of that back together. And then, of course, I got some of the wood, or the uh, paint stripper. Excuse me. Bless you. Uh, paint stripper. On the uh, the little piece of cardboard that goes behind the uh, speaker, so that you don't get the light bleed over, and it turned that white. That was awesome. Hmm. So that that was kind of fun. Uh, and then we've been working on the Senti panels. I did the first uh, print of the hat trick panels, and they came out freaking amazing. So the original Senti panels were powder coated, and then they would do. Um, they would do a silk screen right on top of it, and they'd do a white layer of the silk screen. Then they would do all the colors, and then do black. And the colors and the white were a smaller area than the black. And so, if you look at the edges of, of the panel, <clears throat> you can see like these layers go down, where it goes from like the white and colors down to the black silk screen, down to the black powder coating. And we were able to recreate that exact look on these panels using the printer. Uh, the direct print printer. So the panels look absolutely phenomenal. They they look exactly like the originals, just not worn out. Nice. So right now I am finishing off color matching all of the um, marquees and uh, control panels for Chicken Shift, Goalie Ghost, Spiker, Off the Wall, uh, Trivial Pursuit. Um, there's a couple others that we're working on. Hat Trick. So it should be fun. They, they look awesome. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Sweet. I just got to have somebody print them. <laughs> Since I'm in Colorado now. Oh, who's in Colorado? Mm-hmm. The prints. Well, no, I mean, I'll, we'll do them back at the shop, but I got to have somebody actually print them at the shop. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. So, but, yeah, it's it's it was pretty fun. I was super excited to see the first version come out. So that's interesting because it, it sort of leads into our first segment. 
that the true stars at Atari was engineering. Oh, you're an inventor. Yes, I am. What have you invented? A lot of things. Like? Like a lot of things. Like things that you've heard of. Like? Well, things that you will have heard of, okay? Patents are patents. Arcade gadgets Welcome to the gadget segment. So, from hackaday.com, just when you thought one up Star Wars cabinet was too big, somebody has created a one fourth scale replica, relying heavily on 3D printed parts. This is an ac- a quote accurate representation of the Star Wars that comes with um, flight controller, actually, miniature flight controller. And an MDF cabinet with, guess what, a Raspberry Pi running a uh, 4.3-inch LCD. Excellent. So uh, there's small integration. I've seen it. It's actually, it is it is pretty neat. It reminds me a lot of the replicates. I've seen those. The little uh, mini Tempests are kind of neat, too. But um, you did a nice job with it. So, But that's on hackaday.com. The other uh, kind of fun product that people might be interested in, it's not a new product, but it's a rerun. So uh, every now and then, <laughs> I'm dying of it. Oh, am I roboting? Uh, just keep going. You were. <laughs> um, so, on a, so everybody waits for a take man to do these panels, and he does them in kind of broken up runs, and we'll stop doing something for a while and then redo them. So if you need Atari Power Bricks, is doing them again. So get on the list. Go check out KLOV. Um, he's doing them with kits, uh, so you can actually do the full thing. Uh, and I check it out. These are the power bricks that go in the bottom of the cabinet. Um, they're nickeled. Yep, there we go. And yeah. so you can have a beautiful new-looking power brick uh, available on KLOV right now, twenty-seven dollars a piece. And then he has quantity discounts for them. The kit, the uh, the accessory kits are like fourteen bucks. That's about it. Yeah, the, the cool thing about those kits is um, they come with uh, stickers and stuff to complete the panel and multiple stickers for whichever Atari power brick you happen to be rebuilding. So I have, uh, I bought several years back. I still have a few left, but they're well worth it. They're exact reproductions. They look wonderful. And uh, it sure beats having to sandblast and have everything uh, what do you call that? Re-zinked? Filthy. You know? Oh, yes. Zinked, yeah. So, I mean, that's fine, but it seems like you're going to spend about the same amount, you know, doing all that work. Then Probably you'll spend more getting one re-zinked than you would just buying a new one. Yeah. Because it's not cheap doing that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, what else you got in the gadget hopper there? There's not much else in the gadget hopper. I got myself out to Colorado successfully. So I've been a little di- uh, distracted with uh, the first four days of a new job. It's pretty cool. It is wildly cool. Nice. What well, was that plane ride like? I, I just, you know, kept the mask on, kept right. to myself. Yeah. You know, washed, washed my hands a lot, didn't touch my face. So I get to fly back tomorrow, pick up the car, and drive back out here. Licked the LCD screen, rubbed himself all over I the did. seats. I actually didn't. I didn't lick the LCD screen. I licked the armrests. <laughs> Come on, God. the drive back is quite in- interesting. Oh. Thirteen, thirteen hours. But yeah, it's I, been like I've been trying to furnish an apartment without a vehicle. Not fun. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, but Good yeah, and I, we'll we'll have some new products soon. We've got some stuff we're working on. Um, I think people with Midway, uh, the uh, little Midway name tag plates will be very excited about some stuff we have coming out soon. But I have to check one thing before I fully announce what we've done there. Something no one else has done before with them. So. Ask be Midway if you have permission to do it, or what? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, just gonna look, they're going to look better than the ones that are out there now. So, mm-hmm. And everybody will be able to put them on. Okay, got so. it. Got it. Coolie. Well, little, te- little teaser. Yeah. Posts. And that's it. And then I will I will give a shout-out to Jason. I think sold out of his uh, – I see him in the chat. Sold out of his pie positions very quickly. Um, and so those are on the forums as well as on Facebook. I know after he does the first run, he's planning on using that to fund the second run. So if you haven't seen that, I know we've talked about it a few times since I see him in the chat. We'll give him another shout out on that. Definitely check out the pie position. That's the Raspberry Pi based pole position board. And I believe he's working on Space Pi now, which is a Space Invaders uh, pie board for running the uh, for running your Space Invaders off of a Raspberry Pi. Interesting. So, I heard he yeah. got he expanded from fifty in the initial to a hundred. Yep. Yep. He just yep. put that in the chat. That's I got it. one. Very cool. Your you, your pole position hasn't been running, has it? Uh, my pole position cockpit has had a uh, like a it's had a problem to where it's never been a hundred percent. So I'm very excited about <laughs> shoving this up in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Ram good. It in there. All Ram right. Well, I guess that's we're gonna move on to the next section. Yeah, well, we've got some news for you. High Score, a new documentary by Netflix, is going to air next week on Wednesday. Have you guys heard about this? So, uh, apparently they've been working on it, but they've got the ups and downs of the video game industry on a six-part series on Netflix, and it airs next... uh, Oh, yeah. It airs next week... um, so there's a you'll be able to watch it binge watch the whole thing but it's got everything now you're host yeah exactly is that what it shows right now it does that's funny because I just kicked off the music to try to you know pump it up there but we'll just skip that oh yeah I was gonna play the video but there was a technical difficulty there so anyway you gotta check that out next Wednesday I think it'll be good and then from the TownTalk.com, Wayback's arcade host, world champion, joust player, Lonnie McDonald. I don't know what that headline's supposed to say. But anyway, uh, Lonnie McDonald, the world champion player of the arcade game Joust, plays the game at Wayback's Arcade in Pineville today. So apparently he's there or has played it. It takes him about anywhere between four and a half to six hours to, to flip the scores. So, he's now on number on a 300 arcade machine tour across the country to beat Joust machines, and the one at way back is his most recent pit stop. Do you know what number it is by chance? I don't. I, mine was 156. I know he hit 200 recently. Yeah, mine was 84. You know what's really sad is that um, my battery died before I could change it out, so his name is gone. I just you could just forge it. Put it right. Oh. Put it right back in. 
Hey, how do you do that? I have to look that up. I've got, um, I've got Lon. I think you can actually go in and edit the top name. The name, but the score, that's the trick. Yeah, that is the trick. That is the trick. Yeah, so I had I had the same problem. My battery went completely. Right. I took pictures. It's fine. Yeah, me too. They're up there somewhere in the stratosphere. Oh, and from SeacoastOnline.com, uh, this is actually kind of crappy. I, I yes. Um, I read this this morning, and it was not linked to the video game um, community in any way. It was just a. You know, a news Some article. Guy. Yeah. Right. And so uh, when I read it, it was New Hampshire uh, man in a murder-suicide. But it turns out that investigators believe a Dover man shot and killed his ex-girlfriend before taking his own life. And that man happened to be a former Twin Galaxies world record holder by the name of Rudy Ferretti. So the woman that died is Amy Malter, 46. She was reported missing Monday. So this is a horrible, horrible story. Terrible. This guy's like it. It's just a freaking insano. Yeah, I mean, oh, I mean, it, it's so frustrating when it's murder suicide. It's so frustrating. There's no closure for anybody. So, f- you know, makes me want to just reach through the grave and kill him again. Punch him in the face. Yes. Yeah. I want to punch his body. Mm-hmm. So anyway, if you want to read the details of that, you can find it pretty much anywhere. Just New Hampshire double suicide or suicide murder, you'll find it. So uh, anyway, uh, on a lighter, yeah. yeah, on a lighter note, we're gonna switch to the next segment. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Yeah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Back in '82. I used to be able to throw a pigskin a quarter mile. Back, back to the to cave, cave. With, with time runners. <laughs> Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? Yes. Welcome, time travelers, to Time Circuit's corner. Uh, oh, you know what? That's supposed to say Time Runner's corner. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> uh, I didn't have any audio today, so if anybody wants to hum something, feel free. Movie lovers can now rewind and unwind at the last remaining Blockbuster store in the world. By the way, I worked at Blockbuster for about a half a year. Wow. It it was great. Except, uh, well, I'll tell you about that later. Uh, Located in Bend, Oregon, the sole surviving location of of the video rental chain, it's been transformed into a limited-time Airbnb. And I will tell you, when I found out how limited, very limited. Super limited. Like... It's probably already done. But anyway, uh, and I don't see how this is going to keep their business alive. They're they're offering locals the opportunity to enjoy 90s-themed sleepovers. I don't know why they said 90s. It existed <laughs> in the 80s, right? Sleepovers? Or no, the Blockbuster. Did, was, oh, yeah. Blockbuster sure. was around in the 80s. Yeah. Totally. Uh, so anyway, starting uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Starting Sunday. <laughs> Any resident in Deschutes County, it can book one of the three reservations available for a one-night stay inside the store for four bucks. That's it. Around wow. the price of a movie rental. Yeah, isn't that insane? You get face coverings, disinfectant wipes, hand sanitizer, and uh, a copy of a safety protocol sheet thrown in your face when they shut the door. It's awesome. It, it, the rental allows up to four people from the same household, mind you, uh, to follow these local guidelines. And so the reservations are only for three days, September 18th, 19th, and 20th. Those are the only three days they will do it. 
So I wonder how many people are going to drive up to the Blockbuster those three days and bang on the window in the middle of the night, like, hey, you know. <laughs> how's, the, how's that rental? Just for listeners, uh, Blockbuster was founded in 1985. Uh, David Crook ran it. Or Cook, sorry, Cook. <laughs> and uh, it was founded in Dallas, Texas. Awesome. Can you believe that Blockbuster uh, several years ago could have bought Netflix for just fifty million dollars? I know, and they did not. They, they wanted like, oh, to do we their don't need that. That's a stupid model. Well, they did their own service, which failed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't. When somebody has invented something that's successful, and you decide to compete, it's like if McDonald's were in business for ten years, and you're like, I'm going to come in and take over. Yeah, but <clears throat> remember what Netflix was back then. Right, I mean, it wasn't like DVDs. hugely successful. Right, but it wasn't hugely successful. I mean, it was doing well. Yeah, but, but they had it like down. It now, they did, but it wasn't like just I mean, because I, I, just because you didn't subscribe to it doesn't mean that it wasn't successful and had a good business model for making money. Blockbuster tried to get into it and couldn't make it work. Well, I mean, it wasn't what Netflix had at the time was yeah. not proprietary enough to like say I mean why would you buy them if you could just ship your movies out and like do the same thing sure so was their infrastructure worth that and their name and evidently it was but like it was I, I mean it's not I mean when you say Netflix now Netflix now is like a powerhouse I mean like making their own movies doing all that stuff sure it's a completely different company now for sure yeah yeah, and I mean, if you so could is look Blockbuster back then you'd be like here's the 50 million I would have come up with 50 million for them back then <laughs> I mean, yes, and I would have rubbed them into the ground. There would be no Netflix anymore. <laughs> I'd be like, "What? Nobody wants to rent a Blu-ray? Screw you guys!" Now, the interesting thing, like Redbox, sort of took over as the video store, right? Yeah. And just FYI, they were founded 18 years ago. Oh my god! So we are old. Oh, I mean, 18 years ago. That's. I mean, there's people listening to this show probably on yeah, Spotify. No, that Brendan, have, Brendan's at least 18, so I think. Yeah, that's true. He's like, <laughs> but he's only ever known Redbox. Did he even ever get to go? Did he ever go to a Blockbuster? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> we can go to this one on September 18th, the 19th, and the 20th. Excellent. Nice. What else do you know, Mark? Uh, well, I, I, you know, I don't know, actually, what's in the juke. What? Well, Mr. Peabody... What yeah. do we, what's, How's what's, he going to resist this? He's right there. Maybe, maybe Mr. Peabody should kick us off with the next segment. What's in the juke? What's in the juke? <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to What's in the Juke. The game show where we play a tiny snippet of the song and hope to God that you can recognize the title, which you will be awarded with a half point. Half point. If you can guess the artist in addition half to point. the title, well, that's a half point too, but both together. Full point. I'm messing with this. Half so point. Anyway, full, full, if you don't know it, full, find full, it out. Full point. Worst show ever. It's set up, by the way. <laughs> it's all set up, yeah. Oh my gosh, this I'm getting pop-ups left and right out of my browser. I don't know what to do. Wow. 
hey, I like what Brian's doing. That was pretty cool, man. <laughs> we talked about it at the beginning of the show. I missed it. <laughs> I showed up like five minutes before the show started. Sorry, guys. Brad, Brad in the chat wants to know if those are LPs or Laserdiscs behind you. I think he's talking about me. Oh, definitely LPs. Yeah, they're LPs. I have about 25 Laserdiscs somewhere. Yeah. No, it's... Uh, I have about, I don't know, a dozen Laserdiscs. I do have the Star Wars, the last version of Star Wars, unedited with special effects on Laserdisc. Remember the trilogy set they, they did? Right, right. It was like a special edition deal, THX. It came out on VHS, too, in widescreen, but that was the last uh, digital media. Authentic, original version of it. Yeah, and it wasn't really digital. It's analog, but the sound is digital. So. Oh, I see. Laser, laser disc. You know what I've been laser. getting into lately? Lasers. Is, uh, video 8. But that's a whole different show. Oh, I saw somebody just converted some uh, Back to the Future and uh, Indiana Jones uh, DVDs to video 8. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they weird. can play them on video yeah, 8. So that's it, funny. Yeah, he's like, I want to be able to work on my games while I'm watching my video 8. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> You know, what? and video eight's not it's two hundred and forty lines of resolution. It's just it's like VHS. But it's crispy. Yeah. It it can be. It can be. So, so that's not high eight, right? It's just video eight. Right. And I mean high eight is, is still two forty. It's Didn't just Didn't they make a digital version of it that was four eighty? There was a later it was not it was digital eight. Um, ah, that's it. Right. Yeah. yeah, it was like uh, a DVHS or something. Not DVHS. What is the digital? UHD VHS or something like that. Uh, Sony. Sony had a proprietary one. You know, if Sony does anything. They do it digital eight. It's called digital eight. So. But yeah. So if you were oh, transfer, are we... what's that? Yeah. Oh, you... I'm sorry. I was about to say, are we doing it? A... A contest now, or show, or what? I don't know. Were you able to actually get into the website? I did. The contest is ready. So anybody that wants to enter in our contest, arcaderadio.com slash contest. R with an, you know, no A-R, but just R. And what will what will our special code word be today? Let's let's ask Chris to make one up. Chris, what is the special code word for today's contest? Peabody. Peabody. There you go. Nice. And if you don't know how to spell it, you can look at the the Facebook page or YouTube that you're looking at right now because yep. his name's in there. So, uh, and you'll win one of these Steve Weeby posters. So fill out that contest form, arcaderadio.com slash contest, or go to the arcaderadio.com app uh, site on your phone and click on the menu button and then click contest. Um, so uh, that means we got to play some songs. Do it. All right. Uh, so, uh, you know... The jukebox normally, uh, and we're going to talk about this, but <laughs> oh no, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're gonna. Uh, I don't know there's, if I. There's a theme today, and it's probably complicated because Adam has like a very nice niche of videos. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, of audio files. Well, the interesting, you know, it's funny because I do not have the first track. That's a tough one. Uh, and it's I don't even know if is this because there's a version of this on the Back to the Future soundtrack is there not? Yes, there is. So also let, on the Halloween Two soundtrack. So let's play the one off of uh, Back to the Future. Sure, let's hear it. Uh, okay, uh, 
here we go. Let me uh, pull up that first track. So everybody's ready for this first track, right? It is on here. No, no, it's a different track entirely. Mark, we're both wrong. Yeah. We're both thinking of the same band, but it's not. It's in the movie. There is a version of that in the movie. Well, let's just get the title. If they get the title, they get the full point. Okay. Well, all right. Let me uh, let me pull. Let me pull. That, that was the furthest back one. Well, uh, I'll play. I'll play the. I'll play this clip. Okay. This okay. is just not in my library, so it took a little longer to queue up. All right, and it might get an ad, so we'll find out here. I think that's all nice. I need. That is the one that they used in the movie. I think. I think so. That sounds right. But the it's song not. Is about. Is not about a bum, by the way. Right, it's and it's not. Out. It is Mr. Sandman. Yeah. Randy Gelkin got it. Randy, welcome back to the show. Wow, it's been a while, Randy. Uh, and then it is the Cordettes. Oh. Randy. So, uh, good job. Randy got a full point. Full point. Nice work. Well, well done, sir. Yeah. Metallica. Metallica. Everything after this is way easier. Well, that's good. That I, I don't. Metallica you know what's funny? When I don't have a song, it irritates me because my library is... 35,471 songs. I would love a copy. <laughs> and I love it because I can, like, at, at my fingertips, whether I'm online or not, I can play whatever it is. Uh, and, and it's fun to do. So uh, the next track is one of my favorite songs, and it is getting played for you right now. Yeah. <laughs> This band play on my college campus, University of Houston, in 1988, to a crowd of 50 people. You know, it's funny. I don't have this next track either, but I do have a, a cover of it by Pat Why Boone. Not? It's by Pat Boone. No way. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Okay, well, you don't have to get the artist on the next one, but you, <laughs> you do have to get the song. <laughs> Okay, Mr. Mister, uh, that was Broken Wings, Mr. Mister, and so Joe Drosen and Nentropolis are splitting that one up. Am I getting that? Is that right? That's right. Anybody else? I have to look up what they did the thing. Da, da, da. Uh-huh. Half point. Half point for Joe Drosen. Joe Drosen, and then Nentropolis, Broken Wings. Yeah. All right, Nentropolis. I haven't mailed your thing yet, Nentropolis. I just gotta like find. It's okay. It. I haven't mailed anybody's things, yes. so that's fine. I'm trying to make the package smell like marijuana when I mail it into <laughs> Canada. <laughs> I don't have any marijuana, but I think that there's a spray. Here, so. <laughs> okay, this, so next, this, next, this next track is a cover. What did you say, Mr. Peabody? I said if he wants to make it smell like marijuana, just send it to Brian first in Colorado. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, here we go. Here. No one is going to get it. No from one that will one. get that. That's, that intro is not even accurate. Here we go. Till they got a hold of me. I open doors for little old ladies. I hope the pies to see. <laughs> this, that is like the worst cover. Is Pat Boone still alive? That's what I, th- I believe he is. Wow. Let's play the, the, the real one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've confused the crap out of everybody <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious so yeah here's your here's your real track uh, 
Yeah, and this one is actually on Dazed and Confused, I think. If you're interested in that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. At Aspen Dental, smile oh for my zero God. money down with zero oh, worries. We Plus just got zero added. interest if paid in full within eight. Three, two. That's better. That's a great intro to a song. And and somehow before you started, Brad Holman came up with no Alice more. Cooper, no more Mr. Nice Guy. All right, nice. He did his homework. He's like, I'm just going to go through all the Pat Boone covers and hit the ones that I think it is. So that's pretty good. Uh, so he got a full point for that. He did. Full point. Tied. What's in the juke tonight is one hell of a train wreck, I'll tell you that. Yes, I wonder what the theme is. <laughs> I wonder what the theme. If you guess the theme... Uh, you get a point. You get a point. <laughs> uh, yeah, you... Well, okay. You won't be able to guess it into the last one. Oh. Yeah. All right. Here comes your next uh, track. I knew a man, Bojang. Oh. <laughs> what? Oh, my gosh. I hate it when they do that. So, uh, yeah. that That's your hint. Man, it is. Mr. Bojangles. Randy's on there. Yes. Hey, Heather got in there with a little Bojangle action. Welcome, Heather. Welcome, Heather. You're the second regular chatter woman to be on the show. Yes. It's nice to have you in there. Uh, sweet. Okay, so, Mr. Bo- like it is. Dr- yeah. Jordan got the band name, the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. So we're at a half point for those fellows. Okay, that's good. Uh, this next track it's, it's interesting because we've already had this uh, band uh, at least once. Oh, yeah. It must be really difficult for uh, Mr. Peabody not to answer. Like <laughs> He's like, hey, and... I know that one. <laughs> All right. It is Mr. Song Titles, Randy says. Is that correct? We need to give uh, him... Looks like Metropolis was the first to put Mr. Mister. Sure, but but Randy got no, the, the theme. The theme is Mr. Song Titles, but it's there's just one other half to it. Oh, okay. So he gets a half point for that. I think Metropolis also got Kyrie. He, he tried to spell it out phonetically, it looks like. So when, yeah. when this song came out, I used to think it said, uh, give me a laser down the road that I must travel. Yeah, listen. Get me a laser down the road. I mean, does it not? Here we go. Give me a laser down the road. Because why else would you be going down a a road without a laser? I would love a laser. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Give me a laser down the road that I must travel. Give me a laser in the darkness of the night. That makes a lot more sense, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, right, well, tell us where we are at with the scores. Well, we already did. So, Metropolis cleaned up. No, like where are we at with the scores? Oh, with the scores? Yeah. Well, it's a fun, it's a fun tie. Randy okay. and Metropolis tied in first place with one and a half points, and then Joe Drosen and Brad Holman tied in second place with one point. Nobody in third place. It's an open field for third place. So many people could get it. Who? Crime Fighter may get it. 
Who's that? I don't know. There's a guy named Crime Fighter in the chat. Look at that. He even like uh, chimes in at the end. Yeah, it is Kyrie. <laughs> yeah. What? A- hey. Here comes your next track. There's a lot of uh, like intro synth in that. I really like this. Going for Yeah, there's synth. It is uh, Brad Holman got oxy. That's not quite correct. He missed. I a, get what you're saying. There we go. Z. Yeah. Ozzy. Yeah. He gets. A, he got it anyway. He got Ozzy. And who is the song? What is the song? Metropolis. Like Metropolis got it, Mr. Crowley. Mr. Crowley, excellent. Such a good song. Have you ever seen Ozzy perform? Anybody? No, just that one time he bit off a bat's head. Yeah. I have seen him. I went to an Oz fest. It was amazing. Sharon comes out and bitches Bye. about the uh, one of the bands that played earlier. Oh, that's. <laughs> Does she really? She did. I forget what it was. I think it was a uh, quiet riot. She was like, "They're assholes." <laughs> yeah, Sharon. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I saw oh. him down at Fort McCoy. Was it Fort McCoy? What's is that the Wisconsin one? But he's great. Uh, yeah, you're. You, you guys are metal. I mean, Brian and uh, yeah. It, it's funny because I call Susan Sharon sometimes. Sharon, <laughs> Sharon. <laughs> Here comes your next track. my mom I I have this album it is a really good album the whole thing from front to finish that guy has such a look Mr. Jones is correct counting crows someone got the half point on that Mr. Ryan looks like Randy got Mr. Jones hey it's Ryan and Randy the original hometown team S1500 Ryan back check that out those are our two original listeners right there. Randy and Ryan. We had three listeners. <laughs> yeah, I know. And one of them was me. So. Uh, <laughs> oh, we lost a listener. <laughs> okay, this is actually my favorite track by this band off this album. And here it comes. You know, it's funny is it was a single, but it's like it's people don't know it. Right. Let's see if I somebody think gets it. Was it was their third single too. I put this in the order of release. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. I, I, I love this. Should have done. Yeah. Anyway. I guess we got to play a little more of that one. We got some. The Tropolis. No, it is not question mark question mark or question mark. <laughs> 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 yeah. Holman knows the song, not the title or the singer. So, do you really know it then? I mean, does she? Does I mean, do you really? Does he? <laughs> Is well, it love? Rosen, you finally got it out. Excellent. Is it love? Yes. <laughs> and I think Randy gets the artist. Okay, done. Because he says reviews all Mr. Songs in his head. So, he knew who the artist was. Oh, no, that's just because he's... Yeah, we'll give it to him anyway. Mr. Mister is the artist. I wonder if the word Mr. Mister... 
All right. Yeah. So the, and then, uh, wow, there's just, these are deep. Is Brian some, frozen again? Probably. He's like, he looks like an anime character right now. <laughs> kind of moving. All right. This one okay. is a, another deep cut, which I do have in my collection. Here we go. Somebody should get it from that. I love this one. Now you you do realize that this has uh, <coughs> recently been revived because it was in a film. Oh, really? Which yeah. one? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. Yeah. Part two, I think. Yep. Nice. I need to rewatch that. It is ELO, Ryan. That is correct. And correct. What, what is the name of the song? Mister Something. It is not Guardians of the Galaxy two. No. It does sound not a the lot, lot like the Beatles. Very inspired, I think. Yeah, I love those. ELO is one of my favorite bands. My too. They they have, I mean, my favorite album is Time. Yep. It's just also the name. What a hell of a name! Come on, Joe. <laughs> I love that Joe album so much. Mister Blue Sky, nice. Mister Blue Sky. So we're getting to the end of this contest. We are at the moment. Randy is ahead by a hair. All with right. Two and a half points. Joe and Natasha tied. Two points. And then Brad and Brian tied one and a half points, third place. Now, this is interesting, the last track you picked. But here we go. Yes. 23 seconds in, it's worth it. <laughs> Should I go to that part? I'll go to or that. just a little bit before that. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, um, yeah. Let's see if Chris perks up when this happens. Now, this is interesting. I have nearly everything this guy does. This one's been covered so many times, it's ridiculous. I don't know if it's in my... Okay, I'm going to have to pull it up. We're going to do it the old-fashioned way, some YouTube. You're going to buy it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, no, YouTube, yeah. I've done that. I've done that. I, I, I know. It's, I appreciate your... Uh, <laughs> but your, it's because I want the album, and, you know, why not? why not own it, you know? Because then I can take it on the road. When I'm not somewhere where I can listen to, okay, this I've played this before. Have Turn, you? Yeah, on, on probably the show. I don't know. We'll try. Not on your other podcast. Dad? No, 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 not on my other podcast. What? I don't have another podcast. Oh, you had one briefly. <laughs> it's true, but that was way before. Okay, here we go. This is interesting. Okay. Daddy, won't you take me back? Well, that's going to be a tough one. That is tough. Especially since Mr.'s not in the title. But at 23 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Christopher Graham's like Adam's Conspiracy Podcast? Yes, I have that. It's a weekly podcast called Tinfoil Hats. Randy Gelking pulls it out with Johnny Cash. It is. It's, and what is the name of the song? Let's see if they can figure that out. We're gonna nope. go. To, we're gonna go twenty seconds in here. I'm sorry, my son, but you're too late in asking. Mr. Peabody's cold trained and hauled it away. <laughs> That's... He did what? <laughs> yeah, this is a tough one. Peabody has a cold train. Brad Holman says right. it, it's not hurt. No, not at all. He's not wrong, <laughs> but I don't know that. 
Chris, are you familiar with the song? I know it. You know it, okay. Okay, tell us what it is, because these guys are not going to get it. Paradise. Perfect. Boom. Paradise. Excellent. The Man in Black. That is pretty freaking cool. And they say, so does that register for you when he says about Mr. Peabody and his coal train and all that? Well, yeah, there's a Peabody coal company, and that's... Is that what he's referencing? Different family, uh, like a way back. Right. So they're actually relatives. I'm not exactly sure, but, but I think they're old relatives from out east. Sure. Distant relatives living in West Virginia. Yes. Excellent. All right. Well, um, that concludes what's in the juke. So let's tally it up. See who gets the love and adulation of all of their peers. Randy Gelking, the clear winner with three points, followed by Joe and Natropolis tied with two. Brad and S1500 tied for third. And Chris Peabody in the rear for fourth place with a half point. <laughs> That's so sad. Uh, hey. So well, I mean, you know. go to arcaderadio.com slash contest. Enter if you'd like one of these posters. They're pretty cool. We'll put Special it. code Peabody. The code for today's show is Peabody. Lozenge. No, wait, no. That was last week. Yes. And we didn't have a lot of entries because I'm pretty sure that people couldn't spell the word. <laughs> Actually, I didn't try to see it without the word lozenge in the key. In the, you know, because you can do a search. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I love that thing. That's great. It's a, that is I a... Look it up. <laughs> I, do. I, don't, I don't write the word lozenge out. Nobody writes the word lozenge. It's a, <laughs> Brian does. Yeah. I, I doubt he writes it legibly. I was going to tell my SEPA call story, but... Oh, yes, yes. We haven't heard that one? No. <laughs> my first night on call as an intern, I get this page at 3 a.m., and the nurse is like, you know, we need a prescription for SEPA call. And I'm like, and I'm convinced. It's like literally my first night ever on call that this is some, like, major... I'm like, that's a cough drop. No, it can't be a cough drop. Because it wouldn't wake me up at 3 a.m. for a cough drop. And so I'm like quickly searching through books trying to find like sepa call shit what you know and i find like that yeah, is a cough drop so <laughs> and i like yeah yeah you can give the patient cough drops and then she goes what dose and i'm like dose <laughs> what's it i have to, yeah <laughs> one like, why don't you just give him cough drops and when he stops eating them write that down and that's the dose <laughs> that's fine evidently that wasn't the right answer i got in trouble for that one but <laughs> That was my sleep call story. I mean, I'm literally freaking out at 3 o'clock in the morning, like, trying to quickly look through these books and look stuff up online, but, like, not... That's funny, is we should probably have a... a dis- when I figured out, I'm thinking, why are you paging me? <laughs> we should probably have a disclaimer on the show for Brian's voice so that he's not, like, accused of being drunk. Because yeah. <laughs> robots in a way that makes you sound a little well, this is- tipsy. Colorado episode one, so we'll we'll see how we're doing. Now, did this did this come with the apartment? The, what service are you using? Yeah, What's going on? Let's not talk about that right now on the show. Oh my god! <laughs> I think okay, he's using the neighbor's Xfinity Wi-Fi. Password well, one. No, it's a, no, it's an Xfinity hotspot. It's actually not. Like this is supposed to be like Xfinity has hotspots around the country. The problem I actually think is my computer because my computer is just tanking. It's so, not. It's not real hot. The hotspot is pretty lukewarm. Cool spot. It's a, yeah, it's more of a like well, a warm spot it, in the pool. It, like 
I'm trying to type into the chat window, and it took like 30 seconds for the text to show up. Yeah, you may just need to buy a new computer. You need some memory. Yeah. Well, I'm bringing my desk. My tower's coming out here this week, so we should be good next week. Cool. Uh, so let's. Your laptop, you can borrow. What do you think? It's just. No. Okay. Is that me? Did you guys hear a truck go by? All right. Let's let's move on to the next segment. What do you think? I'm in. Mr. Peabody, welcome to the show. All right, thanks for having me. Hello there. Hi, thanks for being here. All right, well, that's up for the show. Uh, thanks for listening in. It's been really fun. And we're done. And we're done. Yeah. <laughs> all right, first of all, I think what chatters want to know is how you became a human Shazam. What's the first question? Well, I grew up listening to music. Everyone in my family listens to music. I don't know. Anytime a song came on, anyone in my family would always ask, hey, you know who this is? No. And they'd tell me, and then I'd just kind of have repetition after years and years and years. And It's so weird, though. We can play, like, a segment. I was just telling somebody that you could play literally two or three, like one second of a police song, and boom, you got it. It clicks. Plus, I have my wife to help me a little bit sometimes, too. That's good. And it's kind of Casey's thing, too, Casey and Dolly. The dynamic duo. Uh, Dolly does quite well on her own. Casey does quite well on his own. But I think once in a while they help each other out. <gasps> what? I don't know. I would help each other if, you know, I would I would help. <laughs> Randy's like, oh, just like Casey. So that's it. So that's it. You just sort of... Uh, over over time, you just listen, listen to every because it's not just one genre we play out of. I listen to country, rock, rap, stuff from the nineties, eighties, seventies, just whatever is in my mood, and I just I listen to. What's your favorite decade of music? Nineties. Nineties. Okay, oh. so Counting Crows is that in there? Yeah, they're they're okay. They're okay. Wait, I, I born in born in nineteen eighty four, right? I don't know much about Flash. What? <laughs> Are you uh, a more of a Black Crows fan then? <laughs> no, I kind of like more, I say 90s music, there's Black Crows, Hootie, but more like, how do I say this? Hootie? I like, <laughs> Hootie's Hootie a country singer now. Well, he is. Darius yeah, Rucker. Is. Yeah. Yeah. He's making more money than he ever did before. Yeah. That's Yeah. That's funny. Uh, I love the first that first album they did though. It's good. Oh my God, such memories. All that, all that. So, nineties. Uh, name name a few bands at the top of your head. From the nineties that I really liked. Oh jeez. Uh, it's gonna sound weird, but I, one of my favorite ones was actually Limp Biscuit. <laughs> oh, I've met Fred Durst. Great guy. I met Wes. He was hey. nice. Fred yeah. was kind of dang fine. Well, him. I was at a I was at a movie premiere, so he was sort of like. Already juiced up, so. <laughs> um, near '90s stuff. Kind of drawing a blank right now. Actually, not. I'm put on the spot. Pearl Jam. It, I, I respect their music. I'm not a huge fan of them. Nickelback. Uh, wait. No. They got a couple good songs. Not a, nowhere near a fan of them. But I think I was what '99. Yeah, right. Other to, to this new. 
Brian will be roboting for the rest of the show. <laughs> Allison Chains is awesome, yo. That's funny. Lane Stanley. Oh, yeah. I love Lane Stanley. Whatever happened to him? He died. It sucks. All right. I, I'm going to play. He had uh, like three fingers, didn't he? Like they were fused yeah. together or something. Is that true? I think so. There's something wrong with his hands. Interesting. I'm going to play a couple of clips just to test you here now. Okay. Um, we're going to go to the 90s. And, and, and Mr. Peabody's going to, I'm going to play just one second of these songs. One second. And we'll see how it goes. Ooh, that's a tough one because there's a triangle there. <laughs> yeah, one I don't know. Let's play another couple oh, of seconds. Hold on, hold on. It wasn't hold really on. the hell, was it? Uh, wait, is, is it uh, Seal? No. Nope. That's John Cicada. Oh, my God. Just another day. That was the early 90s. Okay, let's go a little further down. Uh, Tough one. Let's try this one. Well, yeah. Hey, Jealousy. Yep. Uh, By the Jim Blossoms. Correct. All right, here's another one. Terrible. Tiffany's Deep Blue something. Yes. Nice. All right, here, here. Here comes a, here's a local one for you. Train Soul Asylum? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, here's one that's more melancholy. Oh. I'm glad you let it Benfold get down five. to that. Brick. <laughs> yep, that is correct. Oh. Benfold's five brick. All right. Uh, here's a little tougher one. that one this yeah it's a good song fade into you i can't remember the artist mazzy star you got the track though that is pretty impressive all right i'll play one more let's see here this one don't look now that one i don't know everything falls apart by dog's eye view I got one hit wonder. Yeah, there's there's lots of good nineties music, man. There's lots of good. I mean you pull up the pretty woman soundtrack or you didn't play any Enya. pump up the volume. <laughs> Enya, that's funny. Your, what are your feelings about Enya? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go down that road. We became a music show tonight, which is kinda of fun. Um so Mr. Peabody, tell us about your arcade collection. What uh you obviously are a bit of a collector. I have a couple games. A tinkerer. I, I looked up your Twitter from like 2014, and I saw that you used to send things to John uh, Jacobson. Yeah. And he sometimes replied. Every once in a while, I'll uh, try to talk to him, and he will reply. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the last one I talked to him on that one was a golden tea I picked up. Yes, oh, cool. I saw that. Yeah, I paid 20 bucks for it, and I found $17 and quarters in it. <laughs> it worked. So $3 video arcade game. Now that is that is priceless. That's a great one. Now, yeah, I I've got a a lethal enforcer's cabinet that I got from Summit Amusement that they were throwing out for free. I Was that the one they 
Is that the one that they put on the on the street? And they said, "Hey, come get it." They they used to dump them back behind the top oh. and stuff. And right. then when I went and picked this one up, and I told them, I said, "Hey, how many more of these guys are you getting rid of?" They're like, "Well, we got tons. Why?" I go, "There's people throwing these Pandora's boxes in there and selling them for fifteen hundred bucks." And then next, you know, they kind of quit. <laughs> you can't well, tell them those secrets. They were like, "Oh, this is a great idea." Yeah. So it was you. <laughs> well, uh, Le- got, Le- yeah. Don't didn't a, didn't lethal enforcers cabinets have problems though? Like, aren't they notoriously broken? This one was pretty sturdy. Um, notoriously it, not wanted. No, I mean they they don't yeah, work. It, it was pretty gutted. The only thing left in there there was a Hanrex Polo twenty five inch monitor in it. Not wow. sure if it worked. Hmm. I gave that away. Um, it didn't have the original setup with the mirror. Where the monitor was mounted down, oh. it was actually converted to a big buck hunter sportsman paradise two or something like that. So wow, but uh, not too much. I have a claw machine, which oh. is kind of fun. A small little hey, greyhound claw hey, machine. It's mine. <laughs> actually, <laughs> cool. Go try it from me. <laughs> then I got two project cabs in the garage right now. Actually, the golden tee that you saw. Yeah. It's originally an NBA Jam, which I want to convert back to NBA Jam and probably sell that and try to get a working NFL Blitz. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. That's funny because... Not too uh, much. I'm still in the beginning. I haven't accumulated as much as you guys have, but I'm huh. starting to work on it. That's cool. Uh, Super Strike Bowling was made by the people that made uh, Golden Tee. Yep. So... Hey, so I'm going to ask you one of my classic questions. As a youth, when you were a young man, what were the circumstances that you first became hooked on arcade games? Arcade games? Um, Where did you go? Like, what was it? Like, did you hit? Was there a corner store? Was there? Was it console games that drew you in? Like, what exactly? Well, my first experiences with games was actually the NES in the '80s. I had to been like four years old. Mm-hmm. I remember. Going to family, a lot of my family members all had video games. It was the Atari 2600s or it was NES. But uh, I remember playing Metroid. It was my first physical memory of playing a video game. But mm-hmm. after that, I, I fell in love with video games. been collecting console games ever since. Never knew I could own arcade games in the 90s. A family member who worked for a local vending company we went over his house one day and he had a room full of games and I could not believe that you could own these things and he had them for about a year, year and a half and then one day he got rid of them because his electricity bill skyrocketed but I didn't start getting back into it until about 2013 right. after the Wreck-It Ralph movie. There you go. And it just it just happened to pop up on my feed, on my YouTube feed of stuff that I might have watched and it was a John's arcade video. That I still remember it, the Commando video. Him figuring out. I that. love that. That's my favorite. Where he he gets a busted ass Commando does not work, and he's like, "We're gonna make this thing. We're gonna fix this bitch." You know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't say that. But <laughs> yeah. And it was just it was the power supply, and I understood the basic wiring diagram because I'm a yes. mechanic, so I know how to read wirings, voltages, and I was kind of like, "Oh, I can do that." And then I started looking online, and so did John like, get the Commando working? Yeah, he just he did. the switch power supply. Yeah, it was a bad switcher. He he dials in the monitor a little bit, 
it's a it's a great little fun video. And literally, he he started filming while it was still in the back of his car, not pulled out yet. So he had no idea what was going to happen. <laughs> That's funny. So yeah, he just kept he just kept it rolling, and yeah. and went with it. That's, that's good times. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. And I've been slowly trying to accumulate. I'm kind of a cheap gamer, so Smart. I kind of wait for the good deals. But it's kind of hard. Everybody is uh, into retro stuff now, so everything is yeah. skyrocketing. Yeah. So it's kind of pretty so, quiet around here. The uh, we'll, there's a group on Facebook called the Poor Score arcade collectors is that it oh yeah yep. yeah i'm part of that yeah me too, me too. kind of makes me mad sometimes well like, hey i got these three pinball machines for 20 bucks it's like yeah i, I know i, I know stuff. poor I, scores are just few and far between although i got my second super strike for 100 bucks like good. two weeks ago that was crazy that's pretty awesome i got my first super strike for 40 bucks so the overall investment on this game has been pretty decent. Yeah. Hey, by the way, did you get the second one working? No, I haven't worked on it yet. Yeah. It's still out there. But Ellie. now that we had spent some time together and I documented how my working one works, yeah, we'll do this. It'll happen. Yeah, and you know how to fix the sensor, so you're good to go. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so every once in a while we have tidbits of information that are useful on the show. Every once in a while. Some occasionally. And what would be really great is if somebody wanted to ask us a question about how to fix something, if we could see if we could fix it. Like, you could call us 612-548-GAME, 612-548-4263, and you could leave us... 612-548-GAME, come on! Yeah, and then you call us, and you could say, uh, well, the thermal flange on the flex capacitor of my uh, NBA Jam conversion with uh, the, what used to be a Qbert is not working. Could you tell me what to do? Hey, you know what? There's a there's an interview question I don't think we've ever asked before. Yeah. If you could be a character in any game, Chris, what character would you be and why? Oh boy. Jumpman. Jumpman. Yeah. Why? Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong is my favorite game of all time. Really? Yes. Huh. <laughs> I always love it. Well, you must have liked it when we had Billy Mitchell on then. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, that guy's <laughs> that guy's okay. Did you ever watch the Chris Weeby episode? Steve Weeby? Oh, I missed uh, before I... Oh, shit, I've got Chris on the brain. Sorry. Yeah, a lot of Chris's. <laughs> there are a lot of Chris's. Um, so many. That was before I ever... Oh, crap. My Google oh, voice crap. is on. Somebody's leaving a message. <laughs> I better hang up on that. So, now they'll leave a message and I can play it. <laughs> <laughs> is that how it works? I don't. Well, is it I, is it Brian calling from his phone? Exactly. That he's like, frozen? that'd be funny. He's like, yeah. Now somebody's legit leaving a message, which is great to know, right? You should know that. But what was the? Uh, so we have Jumpman, and the question was the follow up question was why, and it's your favorite game, but why if you're a Jumpman? What what's appealing about Jumpman? Well, I mean, you don't want to be oh, Donkey Kong. You're so big and heavy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. He is pretty. Oh, well, that's eight. Eight. I already look like an eight. He's a talented jumper. Yes. Yeah. We got cool. Now there's a way to like make sure. Oh boy. They hung up. So uh, Brian just said he is right. he's out. He got called. Nope. He just said his computer completely caught on fire. Oh no. <laughs> he's like, I can't do the show anymore. So it's just me and me and you and Chris. All right. 
It's the trio. Okay, we got a question in the jukebox. Let's do it. All right. In the jukebox. In the voicemail. Oh, oh, right. Okay. Hi. Yeah, you said to call in if I needed something repaired. Um, I need to do an alternator on my 2002 Honda Civic, and I was wondering if you could tell me how to do that. Thanks. (laughs) I know who that is. I know who that is. First of all, you need a screwdriver. Yeah, take that old alternator out. Right. But do it just with one hand so now, that you won't get a heart attack. In a 2002 Honda Civic, you can't stand in the engine compartments. You have to do this from outside of the car. Yes, you'll need to take your windshield out and your hood and do it from while you're sitting in the passenger seat. And if you're low on headlight fluid, you should be aware that uh, halogen fluid is the brightest. Correct. It's, it's Always to top that fluid. halogen Correct. That's right. It don't mix the blinker fluid with the headlight fluid. And if you, if, if for for God's sake, make sure there's enough saliva on your hand as you're removing the alternator. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you know, because COVID's going on, you should definitely have some hand sanitizer in your car for when you decide to drive afterward. That's correct. And it also makes a refreshing beverage. <laughs> <laughs> I think we did a good job. That's how to change an alternator right. in your 2002 Honda Civic. Brought to you by Arcade Radio. You're welcome. I don't know. That's one of the better ad libs we've done. That's pretty good. Uh, let's just enjoy this for the next 15 seconds. Yes. All right. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna close the phone line again in case somebody calls. Yeah. What about that contest? Contest uh, ArcadeRadio.com/slash/contest. Secret keyword. Peabody. Or go My to daughter the, wanted me to show you a picture she drew for you, Adam. Oh, for you. That right. was pretty good. Let me see. Is she. Oh, um, that is. That's very good. Awesome. I like yeah, it. She loves to draw. All right. So, uh, Mark, you, I know you have at least 10 more questions in there. Let's pick another one. Okay. So, uh, Chris, did you ever stop playing arcade games for any length of time ever? Um, yeah. When I left the arcade and then went back to the arcade again. <laughs> like now, what could have possibly lured you away let's see so you left having to go home um no I, I have always loved arcade games anytime i went to a mall and they had arcade games i'd always flock there and even if i didn't have money i'd kind of stand around and kind of play with the change machines see if i could find quarters so i could play yeah street fighter tech oh i know i know quarters. the search for quarters was, was a a global thing that everybody well what was one of some of your favorite arcades that you would visit um well, a lot of the roller rinks like Cheapskate, Rhythmland, um, the Mall of America one. We had one in Brookdale. Um, are you talking uh, t- – see, the Mall of America had a couple places to play games. But they had that one spot that was like, I don't know, third floor. And there was like uh, Daytona there. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a small room. I remember up there on the third floor. I used to be able to smoke up there and stuff. And- the third floor, that's where you go to get stabbed. No, yes. Or cut, really. It depends on what the device was. But Maybe yeah, it... no, I, I like the arcade that was in the uh, Camp Snoopy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They kind of had the redemption stuff on one side and the actual arcade games on the other. And so my mom used to work at a – she managed a laundromat. And they had – they took tokens. Mm. So I, my, my friend and I grabbed a handful, put them in our pockets – Went to Mall of America and just went, stuck it in the machine, found out, hey, this works. <laughs> yeah, because I think they around. they use 0.900 tokens. 
like Namco and a bunch of others. Those are the most common. And those are the most common that were used in laundromats and car washes and stuff. So Mark's well, about to get a token. Us being about 12 years old was uh, pretty exciting to figure that out until they kind of realized what we were doing. They were opening up the change baskets and realizing yeah. there's these silver coins in there versus the gold color coins. That's a Namco so, yeah. token? It says putt-putt on it. Okay, sure. yeah, putt-putt. So that's a .900 also. So if you have a Chuck E. Cheese token, those are .984. They're bigger than a, t- a quarter. Right. And then .950 is the size of a quarter, which is .950 uh, something of an inch. Oh, really? It's not like millimeter? It's not metric? Interesting. No, yeah. Ah. So are Chuck E. Cheese coins rare now that Chuck E. Cheese is bankrupt? No, and mm. they're... They didn't shut everything down, so there's there's still going to be Chuck E. Cheese after all this goes down. They just shut down a lot of the non the unprofitable uh, stores. Okay. So, um, but yeah, they have they, they don't. I was told last week that they use cards now. Oh, that's so sad. But I don't know if that's true because how do you give kids cards? I mean, it's perfect. I mean, they lose them. Yeah, exactly. Just put them on a little you know thing around their neck, and then bam, problem solved. Right. Yeah, how boring that is. I swipe a card to play a game. I can't think of what what a thing around your neck is called. You know, a lanyard. Lanyard. Yeah. That's such a cool word. Lanyard, lanyard. and it, it makes no sense. No. Like, what's Which the yard? Is it anyway? What What's the etymology of a lanyard? Sounds like that's a part for a boat or something. Exactly. Well, you might be onto something. This kid's smart. Looking it up. Lanyard etymology. Okay, you guys, <laughs> discuss something. I don't know what's... <laughs> discuss stuff. Okay. It's la- late Middle English lanyard in the general sense, a short length of rope for securing something. <laughs> That's awesome. Like a boat to the dock. The change in the ending in the 17th century was due to association with yard. That's wow. so, so it's actually incorrect. Lanyard is... is it's like... They just allowed for irregardless to be in the dictionary. Or let, or let they, maybe they, you, could, you could secure your yard with rope or something, you know? Right. Maybe they used to lasso people that would, uh, you know, intruders. So, Get out of my yard. <laughs> Get out of my yard. <laughs> so I, I know you have a modest collection and you're looking at adding. Do you have anything that you're after? Yeah. Well, even though Donkey Kong is my favorite game, I still don't own an actual oh. dedicated, so... That's probably my one, my top. But I'm, I don't know. I, I'm pretty happy with Mame. I got yeah. a lot of people I know that I can go over there and play awesome games at their house every once in a while. Sure. Now you know, I just, I don't need twenty or thirty games. I think if I had a good solid five, hope my wife's not listening to this, but <laughs> <laughs> at least five good ones and five is a real small footprint. Yeah, it's yeah. ten, ten feet across. Come on. You that could fit that nice. in the laundry room. Yeah. Or basement. Yeah. Basement like Donkey Kong, an actual good uh, Golden Teeth for... Oh, yeah. I like Zookeeper. Um, oh, there you go. Good Tato game. I wish I had a Zookeeper. Mm. Mm, zookeeper. I really, really like Truxton. I don't know if that's a Tajuki game or something. It's a Japanese game, but... Okay. That's a lot of fun. It's a schmop. Yo, Geo, uh, or... It came out on the Genesis. Okay. It's actually kind of Sega. a little expensive. It's about 80 bucks for the cartridge on Genesis. 
What's it called again? Truxton. T-R-U-X-T-O-N. Okay. Wow. Um, what else do I like? Do you like our type? Speaking, <laughs> speaking of schmups? I, 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 it's fun. I liked it a lot more when I was younger. Yeah. I have it on my main cabinet. It's not something I could sit there and keep going to. Sure. I like uh, Tetris Plus. That's a lot of fun. Um, Dr. Mario, the arcade. That's kind of fun, but nothing super uber rare that I'd have to have. Definitely not an exterminator. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's cool games. I mean, It's funny yeah. because you bring that up every week, but really you don't like it. <laughs> no, no. That's funny. It's just kind of funny to get Brian going and you going. And, That's funny. But it, but it was funny because both you and I were playing the game at Brian's house Yep. and messing around with it. And you got tired of playing it and actually got a higher score not playing it than when you did play That's it. That's right. I forgot about that. When we, when I let go of the controls, I actually scored better. Yes. How is that even possible? Were you shooting still? Or? <laughs> no. no. He, he started the game and backed away. And yeah. it's literally, he got a higher score. Because it's like, uh, the controls are so awful on that game. It's so weird, the twisting. Mm-hmm. So do you collect consoles then too? Yes, I have every all Nintendo consoles except for the Wii U, the kind of stupid right. generation. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I got all the PlayStation so far. Yeah, Not I didn't do Wii U. Me neither. Did you go? Did you go from Wii to Switch? Yes. Well, I had a I had my Wii, and I think I was playing on PlayStation Three for right. a while, and then kind of held off and just bought a switch the day it came out i went and waited in line and picked that up in zelda and loved the console and then i got playstation 4 a couple months later and just i think i'm going to sell my playstation 4 i i just found my playstation 5 i have a chewbacca that is uh well we own a it's funny we own a mannequin and we put our chewbacca costume on it so we kind of forget that there's a mannequin underneath anyways for some reason we stuck the playstation behind it and yesterday my wife was looking for her purse that she thought she lost, and I found the PlayStation. So it was pretty awesome. You saw, it's a PlayStation 4, what? though, right? Because you don't have a 5. It was a 3. It was a 3. three okay. Has the 5 come out? No, it comes out December 11th. November. Right. Yeah. It'll be November, no, I, same time Xbox comes out. Yeah, I literally compl- I, I stuck it back there. Just I remember now. One day I'm like, I'll remember this is here. It's I'll just put the, It's like out of the way, you know? No problem. But, I, but my, my wife's purse... It's funny. It was on the counter, and I walked by and accidentally knocked it off. And it went into a recycle bin that I happened to have sitting there. And so, like, for a week, we didn't know where her purse went. And then I'm, like, watching the video on the Nest Cam, and I found out where it was. <laughs> so glad I, I don't care if the government watches me. It's awesome. That's funny. Yeah, I collect handhelds. I've got pretty much all Nintendo's handhelds. Did you hear about the analog pocket? Did you going to get one of those? No, I, I have all the Game Boys and stuff. And sure. I, it's really cool. I mean, I, I really wanted to. I wanted to get one of those retro yeah. flag UPI cases and put a Pi Zero in there and stuff and play it. I just can't, me being as cheap as I am, sure. uh, I can't spend $200 on a Game Boy. Thrifty. I have 10 of them behind me. Yeah, I'm going to probably end up uh, buying one because I... My eyes are so old now that I have a hard time playing on the Game Boy Color. Yeah. Uh, it's like I use readers, but 
it's really hard to see that screen anyway. So I'm thinking about getting bifocal contact lenses. Can you do that? I think so. Yeah. Huh. I mean, I really my I, I got LASIK, so my vision is only like negative two or something. Yeah, that's me too. Yeah. So it should. Did you get LASIK? Yep. Nice. Uh, so I can see far just fine, but when I try to read, that's when things are. Oh, it's weird. I have the opposite problem where I can see up close. Oh. Uh, I have to like take my glasses off. But... Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Uh, do you have the game Zero Wing for the Genesis? Zero. No. Zero Wing. All our all your base are belong to us. Remember that? Nope. I I might have played it. I. Uh, it's Japanese. Yeah, any I, game that I couldn't buy, I bought a Raspberry Pi and. Sure. I emulate those because it's. A lot of the games that I used to have, they traded away because I got the newest system because I went from the right. master system to right. Genesis. Uh-huh. I, we skipped the Saturn. I never got the Saturn, but I went straight to uh, Dreamcast. And then once I got that, I'm like, well, I don't need this stuff. And I was getting rid of everything. And the past few years, I've been trying to get back all the stuff that I had and that I really liked. And yeah. realizing that some stuff is just, I can't pay $100 to play one game. Right. Yeah, on that Saturn, you know, I had a Saturn. I actually had a JVC, uh, Sega CD, and a Sega CD adapter for the Genesis, I believe this it was. Is, yeah, we have a 32x also for it. Yeah, I got the 32x, but like, I mean, to get all this stuff, it, it's kind of spendy. So I don't know. I've also been a fan of the EverDrive cartridges. Yeah, I, I, that's something that I'd really like the. I like the Raspberry Pi because it emulates certain things very well, mm-hmm. where you can't really emulate N64 all that much because of some chip in there with a, sure. a fog chip or something like that. So I've been thinking about getting Never Drive for the N64, but we'll see um, well, the, what's going to happen with the Switch because they might come out with a the other, N64 Classic. So. Yeah. So the, the SNES and the N64 and so the other... Uh, even Mega Drive and Genesis, uh, they started to do clever things with um, adding hardware to the cartridges. So when yeah. the when the system was not capable of doing what they wanted to do, they would add on. Um, mm-hmm. So the the problem then becomes that you also need the mappings for those EverDrive cartridges. So if you're going to play, for instance, the Super Nintendo uh, has the first Mario Kart, but they did yeah. some trickery in the cartridge to make that work. So you need a specific mapping uh, in there um, with the right hardware uh, controls to make it work in software. So uh, it gets tricky. You need to have all these different little libraries downloaded to make everything work. So and that's just with the EverDrive. Yeah. Now they've made subs- They've made newer SNES EverDrives that I believe uh, come with the mappings that you need. But oh yeah, I've seen the different versions. Yep. Yep. But I have one of the last EverDrives that, um, for the SNES that came out, and I can't play, without having the mappings, I can't play um, a number of games that I love. So it becomes almost more trouble than it's worth when you can pick up a Pi for 65 bucks. Well, even a Pi Zero for 5 bucks, and it'll play Super Nintendo. Sure. So, yeah. yeah, it's fun stuff. And I, I actually have my Super Nintendo hooked up and uh, been playing... Going through a bunch of games because I'm gonna thin out my con- my collection, but there's some f- that game is that system is phenomenal. The stereo coming out of it, uh, I forget how how well made that that was. Even though it didn't have the extensive library that the NES had, um, 
there were some really really good games on that system. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the SNES. Like, yeah, I'm still a big fan of the NES though. That's like my favorite with the controllers that hurt your thumbs and you know all that stuff. It's like it's like an Atari 2600. No one ever forgets that blister you get on the inside of your hand from ratcheting that good old stick. So yeah, I used to play with the uh, uh, was it the the NES Advantage. Which was the arcade stick, and used to play a lot of Xanic with that, and a lot of fun trying to play games on NES with that thing. Well, you you also uh, lucked out on this show. I mean, you you obviously have some skills with um, identifying music, but uh, you're, you're the first big prize we gave away. It was a bit kit, and you won that. So you you must be awesome. pretty happy with the loot, the the arcade radio loot crate. Yes, very exciting. Now, you got a couple of, of fun prizes, too. I added some things to your loot crate. Um, yep, I saw that. So you have the one and only uh, prototype arcade radio disappearing mug. I forgot to tell you uh, that you can't wash that in the dishwasher. <laughs> That's good to know. I almost put it in there right away. <laughs> <laughs> I did hand wash I did hand wash it before I put it back in in that box. So I got the arcade radio eighteen band. It's also not washable. Oh, it's look look how dusty it is. <laughs> no, let's, let me see that thing. That thing's. It's been a while, right? Wow. <laughs> Do you remember this? Yeah, I sent you like a box full of stuff because you had sent me things he needed to get at, get rid of, quote unquote. <laughs> no, but you liked the the eighteen, and you had that. I do. I love it. You had the eighteen van, and I thought you should have that. I need to paint it to be the eighteen van. You're right. But then you, I'll give you some other stuff that I thought you'd like too, like a Back to the Future dice game. I have that. And some arcade radio stuff. All all, all the stuff you you gave me is that I have a special atom shelf. <laughs> I need to send you some more stuff. I I also have stuff John Jacobson dropped. That he forgot about. <laughs> I have an Adam shelf too. That's funny. Let's see what so, we got. So John, uh, we were at the arcade, uh, Hudson Arcade in uh, Chicago. Chicago, correct? And uh, Wesby, Wesby, is that his name? Are those real? Tops made a video game series. Apparently so. I have two of them. And up a, a few weeks ago, I pulled out of a jacket. These and I'd forgotten that I'd put them in my pocket to give them to John later, but now it's been like three years, so I think he's fine. Okay, let's open one. Oh, what? Yeah. I mean, there's gotta Should be. We? Yeah, let's open one right now. Okay, hold on. Let me see which one contains the least broken pieces of gum. I'm gonna think this one. Okay. Let's do it. We gotta see what the these are now. You gotta tell us a little bit about these. They're tops, video Here. cards. Tops. Video City, best video games. Uh, on the back, it says, it's the most exciting new lollipop idea for fun. Is this true? Oh, it's a commercial for Ring Pop on the back. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, that. yeah, the Ring Pops. Those were good. So so it's funny. A Ring Pop isn't going to be in this, but they're advertising for it. Right. And then it says, copyright 1983, Tops Chewing Gum, Dextrose, Corn Syrup, Gum Base, blah, blah, blah. Holy crap, we're going to open it during this show. Okay, here goes. All right. Well, there's a bunch of You can buy a bunch online right now. There's a few things. There's First of all, there's some there's gum oh, that yeah, came that's, with it, so you can stop. I, <laughs> I dare you to eat the gum. It'll, I'm going to chew it. I'll try to chew it. We'll see. 
Okay. Okay. Oh, there's a piece of gum stuck to it. Let's get that off. All right. Okay. First, uh, we've got a. It's, a, a, it's like a Donkey Kong Junior um, scratch off game. That's funny because those come in the Donkey Kong Junior packs. These are like leftover video game cards. No way, dude. Really? Yeah. The, the, okay. Yeah. And then, oh, the, there's two of these. Uh, Turbo. Oh, nice. Also. And the, I think I think they're going to be scratch-offs. Yep, they sure are. They're all scratch-offs. That's crazy. Maybe we'll make these contest winners in the next uh, next thing. Okay, here's a Donkey Kong Jr. Are these... These, these appear to be stickers. Yeah, so those are straight out of the Donkey Kong Jr. packs. This is like whatever Tops had left over and stuck it in there and sold it as a mystery pack. That's, That's funny. Insane. That's insane. What else we got? Uh, looks like some, some oh, Zaxxon stuff. That's crazy. And on the back, uh, looks like some generic game. Is that holding it upside down? It says blast. Okay. And then while Adam's going to, he, it looks like Adam has himself another Zaxxon card right here. This must've been like the creme de la yeah. creme of the tops uh, collection. So here's a Donkey Kong card scratch off from the Donkey Kong okay. tops. Looks familiar. Yeah, it does. And then some stickers with a puzzle on the back. So what, so what happens? You just scratch it off, and then you either win or you don't win. It's not like you get any money out of it. No, you don't, but it teaches you how to do scratch-offs, so that's good. Oh, yeah, so pre-gambling exercises. Yeah. But th there's some fun uh, stickers, though. These Donkey Kongs were all stickers, I think. So <laughs> it's cool stuff, and then on the back it, it formed the, the cover of the box, which is basically a Donkey Kong poster, but... I got it. I got them all to go back into the thing. That's so. funny. Now you can tape it shut. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, there. Now we know what's inside them. Thanks, Wesby. So or now Wesby I don't. Or, yeah. Now I don't have to buy them. But there is uh, right now on eBay a bunch of Video City cards, unopened Are wax they? packs. How much? Like nothing. Uh not too not too bad. There's some that are open already that people have paired off and whatever. That's no fun. You want to get the mystery box you know yeah all right well let's i think that's we're gonna call it a show but uh chris i want to thank you for listening in to the show and it's been fun to get to know you a little bit on the show coming in and uh do you have anything you want to say about arcade radio want to plug anything, to plug anything? Yeah. tune in next week arcade radio my favorite arcade uh podcast oh there we go that's a glowing review we should put that in the sound bites you got to say this is this is Mr. Peabody, and Arcade Radio is my favorite podcast. Want me to say it again? Yeah, yeah, you got to do it, right, guys? We got to do it. Do it. This is Mr. Peabody, and Arcade Radio is the best arcade podcast. All right, that's going to be in the clip for next week. You've heard it here. We're the best podcast, uh, arcade podcast. We may not have as many episodes as other podcasts, but we are the best podcast. Right, and the second long, longest running arcade podcast. That's kind of crazy. I know. We should play some outro music, and Chris, stick with us, and then we'll uh, let you off the show after we're signed off. How's that sound good? I think it's oh, good. God. All right, here we go. So this is going to be... Now, Mark, we're going to have to figure this out. I did it. Oh, you got it already. Yep. All right, let's, let's just play a little bit here. 
There's a lot of uh. Somebody's working out. Yeah, I love it. I mean, it's it's great. I I gotta do I gotta do a whole album of this stuff. It'll be fun. Anyway, thanks for listening to the Double R's. That's Arcade Radio. Oh wait! Don't forget. Hold to it! Check out. We forgot the contest. Hold everything! Oh shit! Nah, let's not do it. Let's just skip it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're supposed to do it at nine o'clock. We're six minutes behind. We have a contest. Man, remembering that—that that would be weird. So, uh, did every so we'll tell them what they're gonna win, and I'll get everything ready because I was totally ill prepared for this. Um. I've had a lot of beer. What, <laughs> what was the prize exactly? Maybe Mr. Peabody should tell everyone what they're going to win. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> he remembers. Never, he's had like a, a lesser a lesser beer and still I'm like, I don't really remember. Yeah, it had something to do with oh, Steve Weeby. Steve Weeby. Steve Weeby oh, poster. Oh, Weeby poster. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it's funny because it's not in the title of the of the prize it just says no, win no, tonight's I prize remember it then when i was typing out. <laughs> it's like something. win something yes <laughs> that's funny so we're gonna look at the entries right now i want to just see how many people entered the contest tonight okay we're we have uh actually we have more than last week which is funny one two three four five seven we have seven people I think we had ten last week. Did we? That's okay. There was a there was a duplicate. I deleted it. So. Oh okay. All but right. both duplicates had this the, the correct um, keyword, Peabody. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So I just need to, the, yeah. So we're gonna tell everybody who who's in the running because there's only Why seven. Not? Right. Yes, yeah, so, easy. Mike Page, who was our most recent submission, he is in the uh, running. Joe Drosen. Darren Norman, Dylan, aka Alaska Zen, uh, of course, Chris Graham, thank you, beer, Brad Holman, Metropolis, and, uh, oh, that's it. What kind of beer are you drinking that's really strong? My my wife bought this terrible, it's called a a bourbon barrel quad. Oh, it's a quad IPA. I'm starting to like black out or something. I don't know. I'm sure I'm, I'll be fine. It'll be, it'll be great. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is funny. All right, so um, next we're gonna. So we have seven people in there, and you know the drill. Now you get to hear the the computer do its work. We lo- we love the computer part, right? Oh, we have that sound. Yeah, it's actually built into the app. So welcome to Spaceship Earth. <laughs> I'm pulling for Mike Page. I think he deserves to win something. All right, actually, Mike's yeah. All right, so uh, three, two, one. All right, and the name at the top of the list is D. Norman. All right. So, D. Norman, congratulations. You just won a Steve Wiebe signed poster from the Mall of America circa 2015, I think. I'm not really sure. I'm going to have to write the date on here. July 11th, no year. Who makes posters like this? Cruel people. Most of them. Oh, it's terrible. Anyway, I think I only have a couple left of these, so maybe we'll. I I, I, I still want one, so just uh, hang on to that. All right, I'll send it to you. You can put it on the Adam shelf. All right, or I'll buy an arcade game. You can shove it in there. Boy, I want to just thank the people that listened for that contest last second because we almost shafted them. 
Sorry, dudes. <laughs> Sorry, <No>. dudes. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. This has been the Double R's. That's Arcade Radio. Yes, like us at facebook.com slash arcade radio or check out our infrequently updated blog at arcaderadio.com. That's R-C-A-D-E-R-A-D-I-O.com. And you can check out the arcaderadio.com website for social media and swag links. Nice. Call and leave comments. 612-548-GAMES. That's 4263. You can't spell thank you, caller, whoever you were. You can also pick up some t-shirts over at uh, teespring.com slash arcade radio or go to the arcade radio.com website and there's a link there to the teespring stuff also we have this patreon campaign that we would love for you to help us keep the show going with um it does cost us a fair amount of money to keep this going but we uh we're glad to do it for free but for a mere three bucks a month you could help us out so go check it out uh if you'd be so kind it's patreon.com oh yeah i didn't say the thing patreon.com slash arcade radio Hey, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click that notification bell so you'll know when we're streaming live. And also, if you like what you've been hearing, you can drop us a five-star review somewhere where you listen to us, because that helps uh, get us up the food chain so other people can find out about the show. Especially on iTunes. We like those reviews. Yes, iTunes is great. Especially the reviews that say, they touched me on my back. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, that's going to be it for the show from the Arcade Radio team. We hope you had a blast, and we will see you on the next episode. Right. Cheers. And this song is. I just want to listen to the song. I like this. I don't even remember the last song. burger, beef chips. <laughs> I wish you guys on the podcast could see this. <laughs> I never, I never need to even see a win. Well, hello. What, what happened?